Welcome back to another episode of Yes, Dinosaurs Are Extinct. Now, how can we get rid of these homosexuals? Woo! What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Rain Coleman of the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast, and you are rocking with none other than John, the John Effect, the Brolivia Pope, the Cheekbone Jones, all that good shit. Sit back, relax, listen to the flip, enjoy the show, tweet, and all that good shit. All right, y'all. Present good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time. The one and only. There never will be another. This is a special presentation. This is Gay Side Stories Reimagined. I am one half of this operation. I am John Salvatore the Lion Quartz. And I am joined by my partner in crime, my buddy, my ace. Nigga. Well, I'm Rain Coleman fucking Anderson. That's what I am. I'm Rain Coleman Anderson. <laughs> Whatever. I'll, I'm going oh, to let him cook one. Anderson title. Whatever. Just know I'm only my eyes. <laughs> yes. So we are back uh, for shenanigans. Uh, it's Black History Month. We are on the sixth day of Black History Month, and <laughs> the bingo card has has brought us so many things that yeah. nobody was looking for. First, over the weekend, <laughs> we had um, Cheryl Lynn's Twitter being exposed as. Oh, a dupe as a fraud and Mm -hmm. I'm like are you fucking serious because the thing is I noticed her popping up on my timeline I want to say I really took note over the summer so mind you we're in February so I noticed it in the summer (laughs) and then I noticed one of my mutual followers was always interacting with her and I didn't I didn't take it any other way because I'm like you know you know this you know the gays we love a diva whether it's current mm-hmm. past or future uh, so I just took it as that and it this is gonna sound so elitist but whatever um you know how certain people feel like they can get a little bit of clout if they talk mm-hmm. to somebody with a blue verified check um mm-hmm. they get a response back especially when they're maybe not as popular as they once oh. were so <laughs> take away from Cheryl Lynn's legacy but that's what I always got from the situation I was like you're Mm -hmm. really brown nosing to someone that is easily accessible via an Audi situation in the parking lot but whatever go on Um, so (sighs) niggas on on the internet they love (laughs) once they find just information they're yes. going to dogpile and call you out that shit went from twitter to tiktok to instagram to um uh, lipstick alley and i'm like nigga yikes and i'm like i i i'm not only my mutuals with this person, you know, we're both Afro-Latino and we we mm-hmm. bonded over that over you know the last five, six, seven years. And I'm just like, ooh, 
And then they're really getting in his ass, you know, given what was going on with Megan and Nikki. And then he's oh, yeah. really going up for uh, Megan. And he's, he's always, from my POV, he's always disliked Nikki because Cardi is his favorite artist. So I, I was like, <sighs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. you always, and like you tweet Nikki and you say all this wild shit as if her fans mm-hmm. aren't crazy. So I'm pretty sure the Barbs are the ones that packed him right up and, and put that nail in that coffin because I've noticed this boy has not tweeted since this shit, since Friday. And I'm like, y'all didn't pull his arrest record out. Y'all have pulled some of his start queen ways out. And I'll say this. I'm, I'm not taking shots. I'm not being funny or judging. It is weird out here. It is mm-hmm. the way. And we'll get more into this in our table topic. So that's Friday. So we're on Tuesday. <laughs> I get a text message from, from this gentleman here. And I'm like, it's a tweet. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I beg your nigger pardon. What is this? Oh, no. And I open the video. It is Jake. Not Jake. <laughs> Jake from State Farm. Right. <laughs> it's Drake flopping his Denise coated dingling around. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, that is not the dick that I wanted to see on the timeline. And people are, of, of course, it's that divide where some people are thirsting and some people are like, uh. But what, what I found the funniest is the straight men are really stay. I'm like, y'all know how y'all always call shit gay? What y'all do with this? This is gay. This is real gay. That's, that's <laughs> this straggy is behavior. So erotic. But y'all don't want it. But y'all, but y'all don't, y'all are prepared to receive that message. But this right here, is homoerotic. So if the if the women are like this sassy behavior, this right here talking about Drake's pee, that's sassy behavior. I, I just want y'all to know that. But so Rain, what's what's your whole take on all this? Because we all be on the sixth of the month, and it's like, are you? Yeah, fucking- I twenty twenty four is just trying to outdo twenty nineteen at this point. You can't I mean you could give us COVID again, but like we've been through that and we don't listen collectively. No. So like you gotta do it in other ways. And November finna be oh God. Um I think it is it's a bunch of shit. And I don't know if it's just because we're getting older because I know things like this happen yeah in adolescent teen young adult years. But it, it seems like everything is amplified now. And when you add in the powder keg, like you mentioned, that it stands, that's when she really kind of hits the fan. Um, I think the one thing I would want to take from the Drake meat apocalypse is that it's episode okay. title Drake meat apocalypse. <laughs> it's okay to be gay. And I know that's like elementary of course but what i'm saying is for the amount of men this has always kind of bothered me or kind of fuck with my head for the amount of men who can acknowledge that a man is attractive but only in a particular context right. it's so weird it's okay if you're straight but like to be so extreme and be like oh 
what's the one tweet that was like, oh, you know, he's handsome. No, what was it? no, it was like he he's rich, he's light skinned and he got a big dig. I ain't, I don't stand a chance. I'm like, I I know there is some some trolling in there. Yeah, I hope because so. y'all yeah. That, okay, let me, let's say that. I hope that it's some trolling in there because at that point, I often hear niggas be like, oh, I don't know if no nigga ugly or fine or whatever. But you know if you're attractive. You know if you look in the mirror and you think you look good. And right. walk with me. I'm going to circle back. So, like, if you could say something like, oh, I bet Idris Eldro could get some hoes. Just acknowledge that nigga is attractive. That's okay. You right. do not lose heterosexual points for being like, yeah, he, he a good looking dude and keep it moving. So back to this Drake shit, it's like you have to take it to the farthest extreme to even be able to discuss what you're seeing online. If it ain't, I don't want to see that is, oh, his dick so big or I could go meet for meet with Drake and I'm like, what, what are you niggas saying? It's like just... It's very sassy. It's very <laughs> it's... sassy. It's very, let me grab my pocketbook before I go to the store. But okay. <laughs> It's it's something. It's it's and I don't know. So we're gonna see um a bunch of think pieces, uh, a lot of thesis statements and dissertations probably for the next week, um, as he distracts us from the Megan's BBL scars uh line in her in her song. So I'm I just get ready to see more flesh colored penis, I guess. For the rest Olivia of the Pope is behind this. She gotta be him <laughs> to drop this. So people won't talk about those bars that Meg threw his way up. It's <laughs> crisis management one on one. I see you, Karen. Yeah, say, yeah, very slick. But the the <laughs> stand thing was like, of all the people, Cheryl Lynn. I, she's obscure enough, I guess. I mean, I don't know. She, she's definitely a pillar in in black auntie dumb mm-hmm. and music like i don't want to downplay her accomplishments but it's not but period mm-hmm. next paragraph why would she be i mean dion was on twitter i guess why not but, it's just but, i don't know yeah. it just was it was if you're a fan of music you like you're gonna know Cheryl Lynn, but the casual mm-hmm. person they're not gonna know like when, when you and that's why that time period, I'm thinking of Donna Summer. I'm thinking of Diana Ross. You know, I, I love disco, so I'm going to include Cheryl. And I, I love music, so I, I know Cheryl. But other people are like, who? Like what? But that's that's why that makes it easy. Because you also keep in mind, like we're of a certain age. Yeah. But yeah. we grew up with technology. You have your Dion Warwick's. That's one extreme. And then you have your, let's say, Halle Berry, who's a bit younger, but they're still older on social media. So I'm not going to expect like I don't know Gladys Knight to just be like, hey y'all, look at you know I'm tweeting this. So you you get somebody in that age range where. Things Gen Z and Gen Alphas may not know about her. And then you're tweeting, which is already kind of a, a smaller bubble to begin with. And mm-hmm. until you got that hit tweet talking about, uh, Megan, you can use my music anytime. Like, how many people truly, like, how many people were fooled? Because nobody's like, what, what is this mob? What is Ain't doing online? So I, she's the ideal candidate yeah. to be. And then she's still alive, ain't she? Yeah. So she's like, still alive. Yeah, now I'm alive. wondering. Is this really Halle Berry on Twitter or is this somebody posing as Halle Berry? Because Halle Berry is too dialed in, is, is too much in on the jokes, but she's also 
relative. I mean, she's older, but she's not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's just like Halle Berry. Is that really you? No, the only way I would be okay with the Halle Berry not being her if it was like an assistant, because I've yeah. um been with. Ooh, hold up, let me. <laughs> we on the if air. Hold up, I, I love that one. Um, yeah, I'll leave it there. But yeah, because like they keep her abreast. I feel like she's in the know. But I think it. I think it would. It's her. You know. I think yeah, I, I hope so. And yeah, not no, a mutual. No, just like, <laughs> oh man, what we find on this Andrew the whole time behind the Halle Berry? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> We're gonna beat your ass, Andrew. But now, oh, no. Very <laughs> one tragic lotto. Trying no. to get <laughs> <sighs> so, Are we doing blind five or are we, are we going fan cast? Which one first? Oh, um, I don't know, man. I'm, uh, I, Mm-hmm. I wanna. All right, let's see. Hey, Cause I'm my fan cast. I'm a little stuck on. Um, I, let's do blind five, and then it'll give me some time to figure out which fan cast I wanna present. All right, so it's always a theme. So think of the month we're in. Uh, we we kind of we, we kind of dimmed the devil in it. Um, so mm-hmm. are you ready? I am giving you. Your blind five starting now. Okay. Angela Bassett. Two. Whoopi Goldberg. Mm, four. Neil Long. Five. Um, Vivica Fox. Oh, fuck. Three. All right. Halle Bears number one. I, I'm not mad at it. I would have preferred Angela, but I'm not mad at that. Oh, that was. Oh, oh, yeah. You uh, okay? That I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that list. I'm happy with it. I, I, I'm with you. Um, I think I would have probably for me. Mm. I would have switched Whoopi with Vivica, but that's just. But yeah, I, no, no, I, no. Yeah, I um, Vivica's a lot of things. Um, but I think she, I think Whoopi maybe had a, a, a more of an impact for me, but I cannot deny that 2000s run of like black movies. Right. Where she was, you know, so I'm, I'm with you. I would want to switch that, but yeah, I, uh, Mia could stay at five, six. I think, it. and to kind of touch on it, and this is, this is kind of dismantling things a little bit. I think we don't put Whoopi in this line of, of actresses that are not mm-hmm. really talented, they have that conventional look. And, you know, we usually group the Angelas with the Hallies and the Vivicas and the Along. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we put the Whoopies with the Loretta Devines and other yeah. Alfred Wooders because we don't see them as desirable in that case. We more so mm. see them as, you know, maternal figures or auntie figures. So I wanted to kind of. You know, add that different. That that's a, for me. I can't. I don't want to speak for everyone. I'm saying for me. No, no, yeah. When I think of you know categories for black actresses, especially at that time, like mm-hmm. we weren't getting sultry. And not to say that Whoopi's a not a good looking woman, but mm-hmm. we don't we look at talent first, and then mm-hmm. everything else in the background. Where you know that Hallies and Angelas and the Vivicas and the Mias, you know, mm-hmm. some of them more so Mia, 
is more aesthetically opposed to the actual talent where I feel like Hallie and Angela mm -hmm. bar for bar as as beautiful as I am I'm 10 times more talented mm. that's just no, that's interesting because I, I was thinking Whoopi Goldberg with a 68 and Angela um, she's in her 60s too, right? Yeah. Um, is, oh, she's 65. Okay, because I was thinking while you were saying it, I was trying to run through my mind like what contempor not contemporary, what younger actress entertainer would I put them in, a, um, in the conversation with? And honestly, I would put Whoopi with Fantasia and Angela Bassett. Now, walk with me. I think Fantasia, not just because of the role she played in The Color Purple, the the remake, but I think talent-wise, with Whoopi having done Broadway, Angela having done Broadway, the, mm -hmm. having that singing ability and that acting ability, I think that I can't think of another younger actress off the top of my head, short of Fantasia, but Jasmine Sullivan isn't an actress, though, but that I would put in conversation with them as well. That's that's interesting. Maybe maybe a topic for the future because I would I would want to explore that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um. Good. Good. Blind five. Um. You have a theme, and so do I. Um. I have yeah. five cards in front of me, and only one of you can become America's next top five. So, um, your top five starts now. Beyonce. Ooh, uh, Beyonce, uh, four. Okay. Miley Cyrus. Five. Victoria Monet. Oh, three. <laughs> Scissor. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> you say two? Yeah, two. Taylor Swift. Oh, I guess one. I guess the Grammy one. girls don't got it. Uh, so I, let me say, let me say this. Um, and I, I think I've been. If I'm not one thing, I'm consistent. Uh. I, I I like what I like. I have my preferences. I stand ten toes mm -hmm. that. Where I think Victoria Monet is immensely talented. Mm -hmm. I, I can't really get into the music like. All really? All right, but it's. I think I pressed because I saw all the hype and buzz around it. Mm -hmm. I pressed play, and I was like, "Okay," and I would see the video on when I was doing stuff. But it's just, it's not for me. I think, I think she's a great writer. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely feel her vibe in Ariana's music. I just, mm -hmm. I can't, I can't. It's, she makes great music. I'm missing I'm gonna, out because I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not going to press play on anything, Victoria Monet. Right, right. No, that's fair. You like what you like. Tell me this though. How how can I frame this? How would you compare her? And it's it's not going to be even because this artist has been out for a while. But because they're both songwriters, um, maybe compare their pen her to Neo. Like oh, let's mm -hmm. say. Early Neo, like five, six years in, maybe. Well, I can I say I, I think they're comparable. 
Um, mm-hmm. I think Neo's horrible. Per- I think I mean Neo. <laughs> I've is. always said admitting you're a Neo fan is like saying, "Hey, I'm okay with having herpes." Like, oh why, no, I would just want to publicly tell anybody that. Um, so, so that's. Yeah. I'm just. I I would say Victoria is like. I don't want to compare, but mm-hmm. I would put her more so in like a Carrie Hilson. Um, you know what? I'm not mad at that. Where I'm not mad at that. she's gore like she physically she's gorgeous, and that's not the most important thing. She's talented. Mm-hmm. It's just the music ain't for me. And then with SZA, like I, I don't get the appeal in SZA. I just don't like. Mm-hmm. I want to say I like the song she had with Travis Scott off Control. I like the song mm-hmm. she had with. Kendrick on um, the Black Panther soundtrack. Outside of that, she just does, like, it's not, I, I can't do that granola dust type of, oh, no. I just, it's just not for me. Like, I don't find the appeal in it. I, I'd rather run back Tony Braxton's full discography than play a SZA song. And, like, Fab did a, a freestyle over the Snooze song, and I was like, oh, this is smooth. The beat was great. And then I said, let me press play on the Snooze song by SZA. And I was like, oh, okay. Never going oh, no. <laughs> to play it again. I, I, I just don't... I don't know. I just don't... It don't do it for me. No, that's fair. That's fair. Because... Well, yeah. Miley Cool, I mean, she all right. Um, who? Oh, Miley, yeah. Cool. I like, I mean, here's the thing. I don't have an issue with Taylor. Taylor ain't never called me a nigga. She ain't never called my oh. grandma a bitch. So she cool. Is all her music for me? No. Is some of her mm-hmm. music for me? I I will say I, I, I've purchased some of Taylor's music. I've bootlegged some of her music, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing is this, and it's always it's it's always the line is moving. It's interesting how people can go up for Britney in such high regards and then immediately tell her's a piece of shit. What? Like mm. what 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 white damsel is better than the other? Like, why do y'all have such a disdain for Taylor, but Britney's like a god? Which I'm like, Taylor writes her own music, and both of them vocally are, you know, they, they're in. I want to say they're almost interchangeable. <laughs> the only thing that to me that Britney has the edge over is she's a direct daughter of Janet Jackson. Mm. Um, but outside of that, I'm just like, I, I just don't get it. But yeah, so you know, let's let's. You up? Are you ready for FanCast? Because um, this one, you know, am I? I kind of went me? off of. I I kind of went off of the violent. I probably should have saved this one for next month, but I don't <laughs> want to. Be, so you can go first, or I can go first. Uh, let me go ahead and get mine now because mine don't sound that exciting. Um, I'm actually torn between two, and because it's Black History Month, I think I'm gonna go. With this one, um, I'd like you to fan cast the 90s cult classic Sister Sister. 
whatever you want. Tia, Tamara Landry, Lisa, Ray, Roger, and if you want Rhonda, Bianca Lawson, just because she doesn't age. So, yeah. So, I, I, here's the thing. I love that you gave me this, and I, I don't know where, I don't know if I was talking to you or Jackie, or I was just talking on Twitter one day. Where I watched Sister, Sister, mm. I, it was just, it was just okay for me. It wasn't anything really? that I really went up for in that regard. It was just, it was just okay. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a Salvatore stank on Sister Sister. <laughs> I am going to cast Lisa Landry first. So let's see. For I want Melissa McCarthy as mm-hmm. Lisa Landry, and for Ray Campbell, I want. Let me see. I want Dennis Hasberg from 24 and the Allstate commercial um, Waiting to Exhale to be Ray Campbell. Um, For Tia, I want For Tia Tia and Tamara, I want Logan Browning Mm. and Kat Graham to be Tia and Tamara. All right. For Roger, I want what is that? For Roger, I want Little JJ. Who? You said Little JJ? JJ from Beauty Shop. Um, I think he had a show on Nickelodeon like a long, long time ago. He was in Family. Oh, that's right. That baby face nigga. Yeah. Yeah. And oh then for God. Rhonda, um, I mean, we're going to keep Bianca Lawson because she, right? she, <laughs> she really can fit. She can still fit in because at this point, oh. Yeah. We're gonna have the girls set in college because Kat and Logan could still both pass for college. So right, right. Oh man. Well, they yeah, could be gra- um, college graduates that come back to visit their parents. Mm-hmm. Detroit. Yeah, I'm with that. Ooh. Okay. Well, Are you ready? Watch. I don't know, bro. Am I? Ready? Am I ready? Yeah. Go ahead. I just, I just, I, I, I would love to see Melissa as Lisa Landry, like both of them too, um, because she's so damn goofy and uh, <laughs> fucking President Twenty Four, President that nigga. I'm sure he could be funny, but he's so. I would so... love to see his straight man offer her hilarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be because I almost went with Ava from, um, Abbott Elementary, but I was like. Um, yeah. yeah, but um, are you ready for your fan cast? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, come on. So, your fan cast, you have full free range to do what you want with it. Um, 
I want you to fan cast and you can merge the two or, or do your own thing, but I'm going to give you the character. So um, I want you to fan cast Charmed. Um, so you get to do the three Hallowell sisters, Prue, BB, Piper, uh, their bastard sister. Um, oh, no. And then you can do Leo the White Lighter. Leo the Alabaster Love. <laughs> oh, okay, Charm. Now, much like you, I, much like you with Sister Sister, I watched Charm, but I didn't stand it. Now, now I didn't stand it wrong. either. I I think I checked out once Shannon left, and not because she left. I, I was just like, this. The writing is horrible. I it, yeah, it threw me. Like I love the magic. Like every young gay, I love the magic. Give me yeah. three white women doing magic, and I'm there. But um, that's why I watched Sabrina. Hell. But no, no, I so I I'm not I'm tied to it nostalgically, but not emotionally. So I think uh, I think I could do an objective cast. So fan cast for charmed. Okay, let's see. The three sisters and the stepsister. Let's go with Phoebe is Alyssa Milano, right? And then Piper is wait. Wait, so Prue is the oldest and one. Alyssa is Piper? No, Alyssa is Phoebe and Holly Marie Combs is Piper. Oh, oh, that's right, because Piper and Leo. Right, right? Yeah. The one Phoebe with, yeah, she was with Satan. Nigga from yep. Nip Tuck. Okay, okay, let's see. Let me mm, 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 let's do for Phoebe, the youngest. Um, Mm. Damn, this is this is gonna be harder than I thought because I'm I got so many women cycling in my head, and I'm actually going to <clears throat> oh I'm actually gonna fuck this shit up now. Before I do this, fuck it, I'm gonna just do it anyways. But I feel like I'm gonna just do it. Fuck it. So I want <clears throat> let's do Phoebe as. Um, Michaela Cole. Okay. Uh, I'm on Michaela, Michaela Cole. Her them features, fucking sick. Um, for Piper, and I know I've used this. I don't think I've used her with us, but I've used her in a fan cast. I want Danielle Brooks. I want to see okay. her. She's a full figure black woman, dark skin. I think she mm -hmm. would. She's married now. Not that you can't play married if you're single, but she's married now. So I would like to see what she would give to um, being with Leo, having kids, and all that other shit. I think she's a phenomenal actress. And Prue, I would actually. Oh, we're gonna go woke. Let's go all the way. I wanna. I want a guy. But I feel like it's the power of three. That's based. On, I want to kind of stick to the Lord. That's based off of them being sisters, though, right? Yeah. Like biologically yeah. sisters. Mm. Well, fuck it. No, I'm putting the biologically sisters, and the, the, he could be trans. Yeah, that was because I, I have a trans one for Paige, um, but for Prue, that motherfucker, I want to go with. Ooh, he's so much older than them, though. Because Sterling K. Brown did so fucking good in in uh American fiction, I just want to put him in everything, but I won't I won't pick that nigga. Um 
Actually, uh, John David Washington. John David Washington. Okay. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see what he. He did good in Malcolm and Marie, but I want give me, give me, give me Camp. Give me. Let's see how you can play with that. Um, for Page, I would like. So I'm playing with a few folks. I want to do Angelica Ross, but Ooh, I like that. Him. I because like I would like. That. I think I do want to because I was toying between her and Amaya Scott, and for these purposes, I wouldn't want to stray too far away from. Judge me if you want to, y'all. But complexion, Amaya is a little lighter, and Angelica kind of fits in with. Because I think a lot of times, and people could be whatever. I got a bunch of cousins that's high yellow, red as hell, and I got some that's some some deep deep blue purple. And black people and people of color, for the most part, have varying complexion. White folks do too, but we ain't talking about y'all. Um, and I think that when you, you know, I see some pale and some tan family. That, that counts, right? If you're white, let us know. Use the hashtag. Justin, pale, let us know. I feel white. like. <laughs> but I, I, I want to. I think all of them have a look where you could accept them as family right off the bat even though that's not a requirement when you're an actor, you just have to play the role. But I think that Angelica, John David, Michaela, and Danielle would be an interesting force on screen. On screen. Um, so that's my four. And then Leo, uh, I want to go with Sterling because I like that nigga so much. But I think for Leo, I'll... I want to go with Aldous Hodge. Aldous Ooh, Hodge. I like yeah, that. Yeah. I, want I like that. Yeah, he's 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 up there. I think he has the act. And then he in leverage. It's not the same degree of camp, but he he's played that borderline supernatural role, and he's played full on supernatural. Um, and what was that? The um, Justice League shit, and he did what was that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, he he would definitely and nigga got his body tea, his money long. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's my long too. Oh no, no. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. So <laughs> so that's my charm. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I like I'm it. I'm that. here for it. I'm yeah. here for it. I love that you you bent it. I, I do. At first, I was like, if he can go with a male lip of that, like a what that could. But I no, was gonna. Yeah, I, I like know. what you did yes. with that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, and and as a quick aside, I, black people in fantasy, we exist, and in Afrofuturism and speculative fiction and all that. And but even though motherfuckers try to act like we ain't, and I love women down, and this ain't to take anything away from women, but I do feel right. like when it comes to fantasy with black people, not fantasy at large, because white people is all up and through there. You don't see men in certain roles that are deemed effeminate, like being around the the witch and the fae and like that. You'll see a black male vampire, which I love mm -hmm. down, but you won't see black males represented in these other um occult right. fantasy spaces. So I would I would yeah, I, John David definitely I gotta because the only thing close that I can think of that was American Horror Story Apocalypse. Um, the only black warlock was fucking Billy Porter. 
who <laughs> felt like he brought pray tell mm. to the supernatural series and it's just like yeah Where's your range, nigga? Where is oh, no. Where's your range? I yeah, hope he didn't sell his house because I remember speaking to Billy Porter. Yeah. Uh when the strike was going down, he was like, I'm about to sell my house. Like, and it's, it's, I'm still on the you chose to be with this white man. Why he not? Why he letting you get to this point? Like, not you with a white man that ain't got a coin. Just, I ain't trying to be funny, but you know, you know, in the spirit of Coleman Domingo, like, oh, if, wait. If, if you are going to cross certain lines, then no, let me walk it back. It's not cross lines. If you're going to be open and cast a wider net for your potential mates, certain things need to be in order because. I mean, you if you're going to get with the privilege, note the privilege down to the bone. Because mm. what I look like, Lincoln, this has nothing to do with you. What do I look like getting with this? Definitely, Justin. What do I look like getting with a broke ass white? Like, for, for what? Like, I'm we're gonna, we're gonna milk this privilege together. <laughs> I'm going to get this privilege by adjacent. I'm not clamoring for it. I'm not trying to be adjacent to the whiteness. I want to be adjacent to the privilege. Like, and if you white and broke, what you, what you do for me? I don't care that your whole tastes like pink Starburst. Wait a broke, minute. You are broke. You don't have no money. Oh shit! What is? But we're gonna we're gonna uh, freshen up and we'll be back in just a few. <laughs> so we're gonna get into our table topic, but I'm gonna preface it with this. So Rain and I will have these conversations, um, and we're just we're sharing thoughts, and these are life conversations. These aren't hey, let's come up with something to talk about on the podcast. A good deal of the conversations that we have spark something, and we're like, let's bring this to the podcast. It's not the other way around. So we were just chit-chatting and sharing stuff a couple weeks ago, and I was like, you know what? Didn't we just tiptoe our Jordans over to this new topic for this month? Because I think that would be a great dialogue for us to have and, and for our listeners to hear and, and chime in, you know, in timelines or what have you. Um, so we're talking all things new normal. We're talking about the styles of communication and something that Rain had text that really hit hard. And that was what is the new blogger or viral is the new blogger. And it was about a lot of the stuff. I feel that let me share, and then I want I would definitely pick your brain. So I feel everyone wants a viral moment, and maybe because I'm old school, that's the least that that is the furthest thing I I would be mortified going viral. I just know, like I want to be. Under wraps, I want to be low key. I want to be Michael Jack, that meme of Michael Jackson coming out of that back 
on that back door with his hand over his face, covering his box. Like, not his box, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that's my thing. But people, and, I, and we kind of touched on the last episode we did, where people are engaging and getting these blue check marks so they can drive up things, so they can, I guess, feel validated or what have you. But mm-hmm. it, it's 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 odd. Then you have to, and then you guys, not you guys, some of you want to go viral you want these moments and then you're presented with it and you fumble the bag or you think that it's going to propel you and for me your older cousin out here i'm telling you guys unless you have a talent goods or services you going viral is going to be very short-lived um Mm -hmm. two examples or one example i want to say is is nisha and i'm not shitting on her but the whole thing when i was first introduced her on on tiktok it was very annoying because it was like it's almost like this naivete that people that aren't used to things get things and they don't know what to do with it and it was like Mm. she was really milking that it's a chicken salad it's like shut the fuck up oh no (laughs) like that's just how i wasn't hating it's just it was so because it's like this is going to be cute for five minutes and it's going to be great for a, a sound clip for a few minutes. But mm-hmm. unless you really are creative and you can really spin this into gold, you will be stuck in the uh, the tower with Rumpelstiltskin taking your baby because oh. you're not going to spin this into gold. Oh. <laughs> not going to do that. It, it, and I thought, I said, okay, maybe she's proving me wrong. Because she did have the deal with Weight Watchers. But come to find out, a few months later, she was like, contracts and shit wasn't right, and this, that, and the third. And she, then she lied to some people, really thought I made millions of dollars. Girl, be fucking for mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. thought that she was making, that she were a millionaire from that little frenzy. It was cute for the moment, but it was not something that was going to set you up for to go out of the stratosphere. That's just my take on it. Um, mm-hmm. I'll give you the floor, Mr. Coleman. Uh, yeah, I think the issue is we don't have blogs and we don't have media literacy and we don't have literacy, period. Um, I look at a lot of things that change over the years and nothing happens in a vacuum. And a lot of it has to do with healthcare, and technology, the way that that progresses can really kind of show you why, can can kind of explain why things are how they are sometimes. And I think that back in the blog era, when it was like the 2000, let's say five to about 2012-ish, where that was major key, like that was, okay, you got music blogs, you got fashion blogs, you got mommy blogs, you got like... You have all of that, and then you got the YouTubes of it all that 
allowed you to have your own channel, your own station. And so that kind of altered some of that audience in the way that we consume media. Now, instead of websites, you got apps and then you got the apps mm-hmm. on your phone. And it, so things have been changing. So I liken it to bloggers because that was something you could do by just going to a blog spot or wordpress.com. You could write your daily vlog. I had several and had several with tons of, you know, followers, so to speak. People who tuned in and, and, and watched the things that I did and my adventures, uh, you know, in college and parties and all that good stuff. And we don't have that outlet proper. It has become now documenting your life through TikTok and being on this, which is not, I'm not saying it's inherently bad, but I think that you have people that where it used to be, and oh, it's going to sound so bad, but walk with me all. You could be some just regular everyday somebody who go to work, go home, go out every now and then. You could get on a blog. You could see, oh, look, Halle Berry and Idris Elba went to see The Color Purple together. That's cool. And you got these exclusive pictures and this and that. Now, that's just everywhere. Everybody has their camera phone. Everybody is ready to be in front of the camera to get a little bit of um, some news on top before somebody else, before TMZ and all this other shit. And so where you used to could just get on a blog, make a little brand and be somebody, so to speak. Now it's being viral and going viral can get you instant fame or with a blog or a vlog or something like that, you would have to put time and energy into it. Mm-hmm. You may be blogging for a year, two years, couple months with no true um, success until you get that one particular interview or that one uh, particular person finds you or some shit like that. And now if you go viral, you bypass all of that. You can yep. quite literally just eat a good ass chicken salad. You can have a funny saying. You can talk shit to the right person and have you know luck just in your favor. But I think going back to media literacy, a lot of people strive to have this moment, which I, I think it's fair because we're in a world now where that can lead to success. But you're, it's not instant it is instant, but it's not without work. Because if you're not media literate, if you're not aware of, okay, what do I do when I do go viral? How do I capitalize on this? What are the avenues that I can take to make this be a long-term thing? Then you're just a, what is it, flash in the pan. You've yep. now just become this trend and you're not sustaining yourself. And I think that because media is changing, you used to could go back to blogs. You used to have... 40, 50, 1,000 different blogs you can look at and say, oh, okay, I like this from there. I like how they're doing that. You can take it and make it your own. Being viral is not it. It's not it. I, myself, can be viral for talking shit about Superman because I have a podcast about comics. John might be go, go viral because you've got a music take that niggas is like, no, this ain't gold, silver, bronze. But yeah. if I try to emulate what you're doing and vice versa, it just it probably ain't going to work. And so people are putting work into going viral, into creating these moments. That's why we get these corny ass skits, but they're not <laughs> paying attention to everything that goes with it. So once you are viral, um, a reminder of that woman, that black woman, she was, I ain't going to say older. I don't know. Probably I would put her between 25 and 32. Mm-hmm. Moved to Houston, Texas, living in a shelter with her three little yeah. baby boys because she wanted to be an influencer. And she said Houston was the closest metropolitan area to her that would allow that dream to come true. And I'm like, 
I am all for you wanting to be an influencer because now it is a legitimate job, but it's not a legitimate job with the same, like if I want to be a fucking scientist, I know I can just go to college. I can study a particular branch of science. I can get my degree, do an internship, fellowship, or whatever the fuck it is, and I can you know be a scientist. It's not the same with being an influencer. And it's I see the makings of a post-apocalyptic world. I see the Hunger Games starting right now. I can yeah. see this, like all these damn influencer people who you're not even paying attention to the fact that a lot of them are fully sustained. I am an author. I write. I do not write for a living. I am aware enough to know that a lot of these bitches getting book deals, these beautiful, conventionally attractive white women, and even if it ain't them, more times than not, them hoes got a husband or mm -hmm. a family member that is funding them so they can get on screen and say, look mm -hmm. at my new book about such and such. Yeah, bitch, because you ain't got no nine to five. I do. So I know okay. it's going to take me a little longer. I don't have unrealistic expectations for my own work. And I think when it comes to the viral moments, people are really banking on something that is relatively new yes. and is... Um, I want to say untested because it, it's ways to do shit, but it's relatively new, and I don't think it's seen as legitimate yet as it probably could be because we don't, we being American people at large, have a way to market it back to us to make money. Like if, if um, like being an artist, not to say you can't go to school, you shouldn't go to school for art, but if you're inherently good at art, then you're good at art. Right. But if you go to art school, you up your chances of nigga painting in a gallery, running a gallery, doing art history, whatever, versus the nigga who just draw, he could probably, you know, have a, a sustainable career as well. But it's the fact that we can charge you tuition for it, which makes it legitimate. And you can't do that yet with influencing. So it's really shitty and it's unfortunate that a lot of people are swept up in this as a career choice when there's no path that can like guide you and help you be fiscally responsible it, it's it's fucking sad and i hate seeing it feels like a black mirror episode every time i see a new viral moment it does um it it, it does and i feel as netta and charles have gotten Ooh. more traction mm -hmm. it re it's really feeling like a black mirror episode because at first it was like oh this is cutesy and homegrown and it's corny but it's it's appealing and it's in it's 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 camp mm -hmm. but no as it snowballs it it's you've you've said it to me i've said it to you i said it to jackie it's they're becoming insufferable it's like Y'all are going to really try to milk this until Bessie falls over because it, I, this is, I, I don't, if, if it, if it was the song that went viral and then they were focusing and centering things around the song, it's one thing, but the song came after the fact and people really are going up for the song. They're, I don't know. I, I want to. I'm rooting for everyone black. I'm rooting for everyone queer. I'm rooting for everyone adjacent and, and blackness. But I'm tired. <laughs> like, and this kind of this kind of 
book it or not book it. This kind of connects it because we were talking. I'm like the other day. I'm like, am I in my grumpy nigga error? <laughs> like, <laughs> and I feel like I'm like I where I'm generally an uh, optimistic, and I'm very seldom upset, and I'm very seldom sad. I like to think of myself as as a good spirited person, but mm-hmm. I feel like the world around is starting to really irritate, irk me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm tired of people being fucking stupid. I'm tired of people being mean. I'm tired of people being entitled. I'm tired of people just moving with no regards to the world around them. It's like, it doesn't take much to be kind. It doesn't take much to, you know, be considerate. And it's just like, the the shit on that from the last week and a half, and I'm not giving that much more talk, but it was mm-hmm. it was so draining. And I'm like, you fucking kid, y'all are a bunch of fu-. like I just could not imagine myself at my big grown age conducting myself like this on the internet of all places and doing certain things and saying certain things with my face attached to it where you can mm-hmm. easily say hey that's such and such like i, I mm-hmm. it's it, it's beyond me and then i'm like i'm definitely the grumpy old man because i'm like y'all y'all have a home training it, it it's lack of home training it's lack of respect it's just look at me look at me look at me look at me and it's like no no like Pipe down all that unnecessary noise. All attention is not good attention. And I don't know is because now we are the like we are the grown, grown adults. Like we've been adults for 20 mm-hmm. plus years, but now we are coming up in the ranks where we are the grown, like we grown grown. Like we mm-hmm. we're we're filling those spots that our uncles and our aunts and our grandparents mm-hmm. and our parents filled when we were in, you know, our teens and twenties. And I'm just like, just burn it down, burn it down, set fire to it, set fire to the rain. It's just like, mm. just, I'm over it. Like I, like when I, like when I'm driving, I'm just like, why, why are you not using your signal? Like, mm-hmm. or I'm in the grocery mm-hmm. store. Why the fuck do you have 75 items of self-checkout? Like, Give, mm-hmm. I'm not saying this out loud, but I'm thinking it. My face is showing it. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Or right. why are you trying to be funny and doing a TikTok order and stuff? Look, I just want my spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Why the mm-hmm. fuck are you doing fucking dramatics in the car in front of me at the speaker? I'm fed yeah. up. I'm tired, boss. I'm tired. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I get it. I mean, I feel the same way. To be honest, a lot of shit. I'm like you niggas are dumb as fuck. Um, but I think and that's what that's that's the number one crawl on my side is y'all are fucking dumb and don't know it. It's nothing worse than it's one thing to be dumb and oblivious. It's another thing to be dumb and think that you have every answer in the book. Give me a fucking break. Say that. Say that. It's I don't know. I what. What makes me feel a little better is that I know none of this is new. It's that people have access now. Like before, mm-hmm. you was like, go to high school, go to college, maybe move out of state, 
2.5 kids and a spouse. Maybe if you don't get married, you might have a kid or two, but you have a certain circle you're running in every day. Now that circle is global because everybody has access to the internet. So I like to believe the same dumb shit that we see that happens all day, every day has always been there. It's just everybody ain't had no damn smartphone. And now they do. And they are trying to go viral. <laughs> and everybody don't have the same level of intellect. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a dumpster fire. It's, um, I don't know. It's, it's Black Mirror. We are living in a post-apocalyptic Black Mirror episode that is nonstop and has been going on since that billionaire fucking actor with the bad wig got into the White House. Shit, maybe before that, the timeline split and we've been stuck here. We we have it, and then I just I I'm exhausted. Like <laughs> the the whole battle at the start of this month last weekend that mm-hmm. that that drained me. Like I literally was like, you know what? I'm closing on TikTok. I'm closing on Twitter. I'm closing on Instagram. Uh, I'm just gonna watch TV, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. watch porn. And I'm gonna have me something to eat, and I'm going to bed because I I don't want biased think pieces. I don't want people that I don't want to hear from people that do not know how to be subjective. It's mm-hmm. it's mind numbing. Like everything is not. It's it's okay to have. I, I miss the days where we didn't know everything about everyone. I don't mm-hmm. want to know what you had for lunch. I don't want to know who you were fucking. I want to see it, but I don't want to know about oh. it. Like, <laughs> I don't mind an anonymous clip, but I I, I don't want to know these things. We, we know too fucking much about strangers. We just, because everybody wanted to share and, and, and dump, and and I'm like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Send me an asteroid immediately. Send it, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's fucked. But Rain, take us out. Like, let let let's. Uh, you're great at this. Let the <laughs> listeners know where they can find you. Take us out with something hopeful, inspiring, and mm. black as fuck because it's it's still Black History Month over here. Mm. All right. Well, you can find me on Twitter and TikTok at Carefree Blurred. Hit me up on YouTube and IG at Carefree Black Nerd. And all I got to say is, man, keep your head up. Dark is the night that covers me. Um, Invictus by William Ernst Hensley. I don't know, nigga. Look, y'all, it's Black History Month. Hug a black person. Fucking cash out them a little change. Stay out each other fucking way and quit competing to be viral. Just live your fucking life. Just live your goddamn life, document it, be corny, do whatever you got to do, but embrace yourself, love on each other, hold on to your melanin, and straight niggas, it's okay to acknowledge that another nigga is attractive. It's Black History Month. Break break the cycles. Tell your brother, you look good today, bro. And um, until next time, y'all, man, quit being annoying. Oh, that too. (laughs) (laughs) Like, don't be musty. Just, you know, be cool. Just, babe, niggas.
Until next time, we'll see you guys later. Bye, guys.